The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How do you view your own success? Are you leading with compassion or are you considered ruthless? There is plenty of room for both types of leaders, but the best way to lead successfully is to balance boldness and integrity, using kindness and compassion to earn respect. Combine this with a go-getter, visionary, and aggressive drive to stay competitive. Welcome to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour with Kathy Fairbanks. We'll use the ideas heard today and in this series to help you use every advantage to achieve the best end result. Now, here's your host, Kathy Fairbanks. Welcome to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. I am your host, Kathy Fairbanks, and I am delighted that you've joined us today. Now, one of the topics that I've gotten a question from um, on almost every show is, Kathy, what is a compassionate samurai? So let's define that. It's not a term that we hear every single day. I certainly never heard it in business school. But a compassionate samurai is someone who brings a warrior-like spirit with compassion to their job to their personal life. And they let those two spirits, really those mindsets, do a fine dance together. And what we mean is you don't have to be a type of warrior or, or samurai-like out there in the business world and trample over people, nor do you have to show up at work with so much compassion that you begin um, becoming a doormat. And so the compassionate samurai mindset focuses upon 10 characters traits that really showcase what a warrior-like spirit with compassion can do out there in the world. It's not a place of either or. You don't get to choose, today I'm going to be a warrior and tomorrow I'm going to show compassion to the folks that I engage with. Those two mindsets are blended together and really exemplify traits that one would want to incorporate in their life. Um, character traits that, that revolve around personal responsibility and abundance and honor and trust. And they're they're important traits, obviously. Now, today's show is a little bit different. We're actually going to have a, a bit of a sales 101 discussion with our guest, Shirlene Reeves. Now, before I get to Shirlene, one question that listeners have started asking as well is, Kathy, where do I go for my training in becoming um, a compassionate samurai and incorporating that into my business practices? And I'm going to refer our sponsor is of this show is Clemmer and Associates Leadership and Team Development Company. And so I'm going to suggest that you reach out to Clemmer, and that's K-L-E-M-M-E-R.com, and you reach out to Clemmer, and those folks there are going to help you and put you in a training that's going to support you in moving forward in your business life. Now, the way that you'd reach Clemmer would be 800 
You can dial them in at the 800 number, 577-5447. And just know that the people on the phone, the team that receives your call, they're going to be able to talk to you a bit more about the workshops that are offered. These workshops are designed to be a mirror to your real life. And we'll talk about that as the show of today unfolds a little bit more because our guest actually is a graduate of the Clemmer and Associates workshop called Personal Mastery. So today I want to welcome to our show, Shirlene Reeves. Now, Shirlene has a special and unique talent where she's a transformational educator. Now, what she does is blends her business background of finance with universal principles. And she is one, this, this astounded me, she is one of only 253 certified financial educators out there in the United States. And she brings over 25 years of business experience with her. Now, she bootstrapped her own company where she ran that company for 17 years and turned that company into a multi-million dollar company. So she walks her talk and she knows how to get things done. Now, her focus today is primarily in supporting business entrepreneurs and small companies who want to build a solid foundation of finances with massive visibility. And Shirlene is just unique in terms of she really has a servant mindset. I've been the recipient of several of her training programs, and she took me from being very deer in the headlights to someone who walks into uh, situations, and all of a sudden I found myself writing for a magazine, uh, found myself hosting this show, and I'm loving every minute of it. So, Shirlene is the publisher of Wealthy Woman Magazine. She's also the executive producer of Maximize Your Wealth Now TV. And she's the founder of Celebrity Training TV Classes. And then what we're going to focus on today is this eye-catching title, a program that she has developed called Compel, Don't Sell. Shirlene, welcome to today's show. Hi, Kathy. Thanks so much for having me on. I'm really excited to be here with you. Well, we're excited to have you, and I know our listeners are in for a big treat because you bring so much to the table, the blend that you have uh, from a business perspective, but also from a people perspective. So let's jump in, and what I'd really like to know is where did this really, um, what, what moves you and what stirs you to create a course called Compel, Don't Sell? What is that all about? Well, I love that question. That's an awesome question. Why compel, don't sell? The reason is <clears throat> I've been, I do a lot of networking. You know that. And mm-hmm. I spend a lot of time in the media. And I've been watching how entrepreneurs approach their clients. And some of them are so intense. All they think about is, selling the product. They're not really thinking about the client at all and what the client's wishes are. And they just keep, I call it hammering, meaning Mm -hmm. they keep saying, oh, but you want this because it does this, that, and the other thing. Or you really should have that because that'll help you with your health. Or, you know, I want you to see this right away so that you can make a decision because it won't be available very long. For me... Those are all hard sell tactics. Mm -hmm. 
I don't like any of them. And the sad part is that so many of these MLMs are giving their people scripts and they're very similar to that. They don't really think about where the client or the customer might be in their life and their lifestyle and how that could help them. If that makes use Go ahead. Yeah, go, ahead. go ahead, Kathy. I was that makes perfectly say, good sense. Yeah, I'm hearing you. Yeah, and there's a totally different way to do that. It doesn't have to be that way. And what happens is then you, as a person who is doing that, suddenly are labeled pushy. Mm-hmm. Or I don't want to get around that person because they're really going to push me hard. I used to have somebody in church that I would run from every Sunday because I knew she was going to come and try to pressure me into buying her product. And I didn't feel comfortable with it. So I developed Compel Don't Sell so that I could show entrepreneurs a more loving, softer way to work with their clients. All right. Well, let's talk about that because I've got some ideas around um, how do we support that entrepreneur who, in in a lot of cases, people, they certainly believe in their product. And Mm -hmm. one of the concepts that I know just from firsthand experience, if you are not aligned with your product or service, that can create some resistance to what you're doing. But mm-hmm. when we dig a little deeper, what do you think is behind this pushiness? What's, what's a layer deeper than that? Because someone that you see pushing their product all the time where you're turned off from, their persona may not even be that of a pushy person. What, what's behind right. this pushiness, do you think? The bottom line is fear. Their fear is that they don't have enough money, that they won't have enough money to pay their rent. If somebody is pushing them within the company to make sure that they provide quotas, then they're going to come across very hard-driven. And yes, they will get some people. They'll get the people that are like them, but they have a lot of fear within. And yet, they don't fear rejection. Right. I know uh, from my financial services background, I'm reflecting back on it. I actually had a salesperson tell me one time, oh, I'm going to get the sale eventually because I'll wear them down. Hmm. And I just thought, oh my gosh, there's so much energy and effort being wasted by the wearing down effect. And Mm -hmm. um, I stumbled upon a training program with a wonderful business strategist. Her name is Jane Duber, and she's down in the Monterey, Carmel, California area. And she has a company of business strategy. And the way that she conducts her business and it's it's um, it's almost the poster child for the way you'd want to conduct your business, and that is one of attraction. Her her sales technique is to create so much value for what she offers, and it's one that I found myself pursuing her as my vendor versus her mm-hmm. selling me anything. I was the mm-hmm. one who was saying, let me know when you do another training. Let me know when you release another launch and another product. And Charlene, you fall into that same category. It's the value that's being created on the front end of things that if I know your name is attached to it, 
I'm all in. I know there's going to be value. So how is it that you, were you always this way where people were pursuing your services or was this something that you learned along, on, along the way? Uh, you know, I have been this way since I first started my company way back when. And nobody could figure out how I went from zero to millions. They didn't know how I was doing it. And it's just a matter of being there for me and listening carefully to what my potential clients are saying because we know not everybody's for us, right? Not everybody wants what we have. And they, and we can work with any personality type if we're good listeners. Perfect. Well, speaking of listening, we're going to honor the listeners. We're going to take a short break here. And when we come back, I would love to hear your perspective on listening techniques and what to listen for to convert a prospective prospective client into an actual client. So we're at break right now. Please stay tuned. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network does your business like many face obstacles to becoming successful would you love to have an open forum of entrepreneurial ideas and best practices brought to you each week tune in for the second stage with hosts brendan anderson and jeffrey cadlick We'll spotlight entrepreneurs and growing companies that are creating a vibrant economic base, as well as addressing some of the obstacles that could be standing in the way of your success. Listen Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. If you're interested in gaining strategies to be more successful both at work and your personal life, check out Turn the Page with host Hemda Mizrahi. It's all about building new habits and perspectives. The show helps you identify the changes you need to make that align with your values and priorities. And then apply these principles to your career, health, social life, and other areas. These are proven techniques that work. Turn the Page airs live Fridays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Business. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. To reach Kathy Fairbanks or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email... The email address is kathy at CompassionateSamuraiShow.com. Now, back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. 
Welcome back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. I'm your host, Kathy Fairbanks. And today we have guest expert. She's a transformational educator, blending her business and her finance background into a sales program. So we have Shirlene's, Shirlene Reeves with us on the call today. And Shirlene, when we went to break, we were talking about listening and how that's a key component in the entire sales process. So we've identified that pushy salesperson. And then let's talk a little bit about listening techniques and how that really sets someone up for success. Okay. Um, This is one of my favorite topics, actually, Kathy, because people have such a hard time listening. They'll ask a question, but they're not listening for the answer. They They just are thinking about what they're going to say next. And if you can listen carefully to what your clients are saying, they'll tell you exactly what their needs are. If you're capable of filling those needs, that's when you actually step up and say, well, what if? So if we could, could we do a little scenario with you so that we can give your audience a suggestion on what I'm talking about? Oh, yes. Let's do it. Okay. So Kathy... I know you've been in sales for years. In fact, I admire how wonderful you are in sales. So I want to take you back to a time when you were younger and you started out. <laughs> what, what, um, and let's just pretend like it's that time now. Can we do that? Okay. Yeah, okay. boy, that's, we're flashing back, uh, we're flashing back a lot of years. I was about 25 years old when I transitioned from a client services customer support function into an opportunity to be trained as a sales representative in financial services. And I knew nothing about selling. Mm. Well, first of all, it wasn't many years ago because you're only 29. So you could only <laughs> I, love like- <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, Kathy, tell me, what do you feel like is your, was your biggest challenge when it came to sales at that age? You know, at that age, uh, flashing back, there were probably two things. It was the, um, the fear that was conjured up in me is the rejection, the, the no, I'm not interested, and feeling that personal rejection um, put me in a little bit of reluctancy. I was, I was competing in my own head and in my own heart. Yes, I wanted the job, and I didn't want to hear the answer no and be rejected. Mm. So did you feel like you kind of weren't quite in the conversation because of the fear of rejection? Uh, yes, it was definitely mm. something to, to, it wasn't as if I looked at that uh, telephone on my desk and said, oh, yippee, I need to start dialing for dollars right now. Can't <laughs> wait to get to it. it I was uh-huh. coming up with a million and one excuses before I'd pick up the phone and start dialing in the morning. Well, let me ask you this. What if at that time I could have shared with you a way to sell so that you would never be rejected? Would you have enjoyed that or really wanted to learn more about it? You know, I, I definitely know that I would have. And I'm, I'm guessing, depending on exactly what you're going to say next, I'm guessing it would have probably saved me a good three years 
because I got into the success column eventually, but it took me three years. And that school of hard knocks, it was a, it was a pretty big price to pay. Um, so I would have very much welcomed the tools. So, yeah, let's hear them. Perfect. So if you really listen to Kathy, she said that she had that fear of rejection. And I said to her, what if I could show you a way so that you wouldn't have to feel that rejection? And she gave me an affirmative yes and told me how that would have changed her life. She would have saved three years in her life. This is what I mean by listening. I listen, I ask Kathy a question, I listen to her response, and because she's in my field of expertise, I was able to give her a what if or paint the dream of what it might have felt like to not experience that rejection. Does that make sense to you, Kathy? Well, yes. And not only um, am I feeling that in my head, that makes great sense. But emotionally, my, you know, my heart starts to, to think about, wow, I could have eliminated those painful years, uh, the school of hard knocks years, and, and probably had a bit of a shortcut uh, to success around that. So all of a sudden, I'm emotionally involved, too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's part of, as you say, the compassionate samurai way is Mm -hmm. to listen to what your clients are telling you. They'll tell you exactly what they need. It's a matter of how you respond. Are you responding for you personally and what you want to accomplish? Or are you responding to their needs with compassion and care? Well, and that I know with the the work that we do inside of Clemmer, you've touched upon so many things in which we um, provide physical modules, physical exercises for our students to tap into what it's like to be pressed on honesty or what it's like to be pressed on personal responsibility and and look at that mirror uh, where you've just completed a module, an exercise, and it's in that debrief that the richness of what just happened and and how you actually operate in a training seminar typically mirrors your real life. Now, what Mm -hmm. I loved hearing you say, Shirlene, about the listening is you're able to find out what's in it for your potential client. That's really Correct. what you're, you're listening to see if you have the solution that meets their need. And so that obviously is a key. It's what do they want? What's their problem? And then you're able to provide that solution. Um, where I'm most excited is where do you take that listening you've now solved? You know, my need was, ooh, I would have liked to have eliminated that fear, that fear of rejection, where do you take it and how do you gauge when is the right time then to talk about the product or the service that you offer? Well, the way I look at that is, first of all, you don't rush in. I will see somebody two or three times before I'll address anything that I do. In fact, some people come to me and ask me what I do because 
I sit quietly and observe and listen to how people are relating to each other. If I can do that, then I know what kind of personality type they are and how to interact with them. So that's a big part of the listening. Well, and that touches upon because you're able to assess do a little observation and really know what's going to make their boat float. Do they want to build a friendship and a relationship before you get into the nuts and bolts of the product? Do you need to be laser focused and go straight for results? Or do you need to provide data upon data upon data of research around why your product and service is so powerful? Or do you need to be in a position where um, you're showcasing how your product is going to in, enhance their life from a fun perspective and a results uh, perspective mm-hmm. a making money perspective? So I love the fact that you're listening to really understand who your client is, not from a place of manipulation, but to make sure you're a good fit for what their need is. Right, because... As I said a little bit earlier, we are not for everybody. You know, a lot of people who are, um, as we like to label them, controllers, uh, they're pretty good at sales. They're not worried about rejection or getting their feelings hurt. So my program may not be for them Mm -hmm. because they already have their way of doing things. And some controllers are extremely pushy and really could benefit from the program. But unless their mind is open to receiving, then they'll never benefit because they believe they're always right. Right. So and when we're talking I about controllers, to. yeah, let's let's define that a little bit. We're not talking about controllers mm-hmm. as a profession. We're talking about the drivers of the world, the folks that yes. are so get-or-done, results-oriented, that they may not take enough pause in life to say, ooh, maybe there's a better mousetrap here. Exactly. And those who have the biggest fear of sales are usually in the healer and spiritual world. They believe that they don't need to sell. They think they practically give their programs and whatever service they're doing away for free because they just can't ask for the money. And I do a lot of support with them. And in this Compel Don't Sell class, we come from a spiritual perspective. You already spoke of attracting the the people to us and I'm also going to tell you that there's a the universe gives us the law of divine compensation and the law of divine compensation and the law of attraction work together so when we're talking about the law of divine compensation we're talking about actually looking at what it is that we're doing personally and manifesting a new life without rejection, without pushing others. And we can overcome objections very easily, too. I mean, people say, oh, I don't have enough money to do what you want me to do. Well, that might be right now, but you will be in the back of their mind until they're ready, and then they'll come for you. I just had that happen, Kathy, before I came on this call. I had worked with a gentleman for over a year ago. And he just called me and said, you know, I think I'm ready now. I had pretty much given up. 
Wow. And he had the whole company, yeah. And he just said, I think I'm ready now. And we set an appointment, and he said, I know I have to do this. I'm ready to go, so let's do it. I love that. I love that. That's just a testimonial of how important it is that you're building authentic and integral relationships along the way. So let's Mm -hmm. come back. What I'd like to hear is some of the tools and techniques that you have in overcoming objections. So we're going to go to break now. And when we come back, let's talk about navigating those objections and putting them in the opportunity to create value for your client. You're listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business hour. Please stay tuned for more. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. Do you know how to tell a great story? In business, the stories you tell play a big role in your success. Whether you're trying to get more clients or influence people as a leader, storytelling will help you do it. Story Powered with Leanne Pico is here to help you activate your storytelling superpower to build a better business and achieve your goals and dreams. Story Powered can be heard live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. To reach Kathy Fairbanks or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, the email address is kathy at compassionatesamuraishow.com. Now, back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. Welcome back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. I'm your host, Kathy Fairbanks, and we're speaking with guest expert Shirlene Reeves, and she has an amazing program that's been developed entitled Compel, Don't Sell. So whether you're beginning to build your sales funnel with your product or your service, or you're just looking to fine-tune some of your sales skills with the current processes that you have, this is a must 
attend program that Shirlene is offering. So right before break, Shirlene, we were talking about overcoming obstacles. And sometimes a client or a prospect will say, well, it sounds like a great program, but I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time. And so how do you navigate those waters of overcoming obstacles and not crossing that line of abrasive, pesty, uh, putting yourself in a position where you've alienated your product or your, your prospect? Mm, uh, I love that question. That's an awesome question, Kathy. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> when we're talking about objections, you know, in my business, in the, when I'm on the financial side, I can go um, and write a product for somebody and then a month later they'll decide they don't want it and it's just about to close. Now, I could get really upset about that, but it's how you react. So when I say, you, you know, in order to overcome objections, you never want to react. You just want to breathe deeply because people will test you. I had another client who I was sitting across the desk from, and she said, oh, I want to ask my accountant first. And I just breathed into it and leaned in and said, I don't think your accountant's going to know the answers to this. This isn't really his area of expertise. It would like be like me talking about how to file your taxes. I wouldn't know how to do that. And because I didn't get upset, because I didn't react, she went ahead with the process. And I had no problem at all. People will test you. They'll also say, like Kathy was saying, I don't have any money. I don't have enough money to do this. That doesn't mean that they'll never have enough money. So I ask them, is it no for now or no forever? It isn't always no forever. And if it's no forever, that means they're just not interested in your product at all. They're, they have no wish. I would have given anybody anything if the person at church had said that to me because I would say, no, it's no forever. And she would have known to go on her way. So that question is so important when it comes to the money. And then also, there's workarounds to it. So say you have a program for... I don't know, let's say 497. That seems to be kind of a popular number out there. Right. And somebody says, I can't afford that. It's too much money. Well, then you have other options. You can say, would you like to do payments? Or if you like what they do, you could say, well, how about a trade? There's always a way. If they want your program and you want to work with them, there's always a way to make it work. You just have to be open-minded. I love that. Now, I'm going to add one more technique, and I really developed this technique when I was in financial services, but I still use this technique today when I am introducing the corporate leadership training that Clemmer & Associates does all over the world, uh, guaranteed satisfaction, and just phenomenal shifts in corporate persona and changes within organizations. It's, It's just a phenomenal process 
process to be a part of and see the results that companies that are, are able to perform uh, literally once they get out of their own way uh, in order to start producing results. But one of the techniques that I added to almost my systems or process list because it's connecting with the heart and really being in relationship with your client that makes a difference. But then also coming right underneath that and make sure that you have the right support systems for your follow-up. And we're going to do a follow-up show uh, in a few weeks from now that I think the listeners are really going to love. But anytime I lost an opportunity to onboard a brand new client, I would put it on my calendar, just circle back with that client in a very timely manner to see how their new vendor was performing. Because that was a, I took it as a no for right now. And mm-hmm. what I would find is oftentimes that, that launch did not go all so well. And I was able to come back into the picture as the vendor three months later, six months later, a year later, or even two years later and become their partner of choice. So I may have been told no that that first time, but I stuck with it and treated them so well. As you said, I didn't react. I didn't overreact. I didn't underreact. I still treated them like my best client. When they were still a prospect, even after they told That's me perfect. no. And exactly. I, really th- I really think coming back to people, too, the gentleman you mentioned, um, in terms of a year ago, um, he's now ready. Well, mm-hmm. when people, you might have to do a little bit of nudging to say, a year has passed. I'm just checking in with you. I wanted to find out what's changed, what's shifted, or if now is the right time for you to jump and take this bigger step with us. And that can be a beautiful technique because you care enough to circle back with them and check in. So it is now time for our break. We're going to follow up and close out the show with some great tools and techniques in terms of what to avoid and what to put on your must list for Compel Don't Sell. Stay with us. You're with the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. To reach Kathy Fairbanks or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, the email address is kathy at com. Now, back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. Welcome back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. I'm your host, Kathy Fairbanks. And today we have Shirlene Reeves with us. And Shirlene is just an amazing program developer. And she's a transformational educator. And Shirlene has developed a program entitled Compel, Don't Sell. And just as we went to break, we were talking about what happens when uh, a prospect is not your client today. And just asking if, if the question is no for now. Or no forever. And that's really a gift that you can give to yourself, Shirlene, uh, is what I'm hearing you say, because you know where you stand with your prospect. Is that, is mm-hmm. that correct? Yes, and it's very easy for them to answer that question. You know, and I had someone that wanted me to do something, and she got really upset with me for not doing it. I mean, really upset. And Finally, I just told her, it's not no forever. It's just no for now. But on the other hand, it left kind of a bad taste in my mouth for the reaction that I got from her. So I'm thinking, well, you know, even if I did work with her, maybe it isn't going to go so smoothly if she doesn't, if I don't do what she wants me to do. And I don't ever want my clients to have that in their mind. Well, and I think that goes on to speak to the discernment that that we would have as business owners and managers and to really acknowledge that not everybody out there is your best fit of a client because you really need to know that you're going to be in relationship with this client from cradle to grave and you mm-hmm. you would be wise to ask yourself are these the people are these the the companies uh, that I want to be in relationship with and does this push my platform forward and am I also able to support what it is that they're doing whatever their mm-hmm. products or services is, because it, it is truly a partnership. Now, right. from time to time, I'll have someone say to me, oh, I hate selling, I don't sell. And I just kind of chuckle at that inside of my head because I'm a firm believer in we're all in sales. Whether or not we're selling ideas or we're raising money for a nonprofit or whether or not we have a particular platform or a cause that we believe in or uh, for that matter, if you have uh, school-aged children and you're, you're selling them and rolling them on getting their homework done in time and uh, <laughs> studying for finals. Finals are, are occurring these days. And so we're all in sales in some capacity or the other. And I think where we get tripped up is when we start talking about that green stuff called money. Mm-hmm. 
Do you yep. find that to be the case, Charlene? I definitely find that to be the case. And that's why I put together the 10 touch points of client emotion so that you can work with your client along the way so they actually sell themselves. You, it's not that hard to work with someone so that, as I said earlier, you're compassionate, you're listening to them, they know you care about them. These are all part of the 10 touch points of client emotion. And in your marketing, you need to grab their attention with their very own words. And that's a big part of what I teach is if you don't have your client's very own words and you haven't taken the time to interview them, how do you know how to speak to them? You don't. You only know what ever the company has told you to say or what you believe they want to hear. I was teaching today on one of my free calls that, you know, it's not about what you say so much is your attitude, your behavior. How do you come toward them? How are you pushing toward them or are you getting resistance? If you're getting resistance, then you know already that you're not approaching them in the right way and you haven't taken enough time to really learn about who they might be before you made the effort to get to know them. That's why I sit back and people refer me all the time because they know I'm not going to push them into something that they don't want. It's always going to be their own decision. Well, and that's where, for me, I love the discovery process. That's the process Mm -hmm. that you're calling set back and and really observe. It's that discovery Mm -hmm. process where you're able to listen to what it is that they want or what it is that they're afraid of or what they're complaining about. That's always a, a, a really great one. When I work with corporations, I ask them, what are your biggest challenges? You know, it's an overused term, but what keeps you up at night? What makes you panic? Um, where if you had a blank canvas, what would you want to put on that canvas as your top three to five priority items? And I had a client or a prospect call me yesterday and, um, they were referred, um, to us with another client. And, um, all they would tell me is, you know, I was told Clemmer and Associates, that's the company that we want to work with. And so I'm reaching out to you. We want to work with you. And it sounds odd, but my question is, Hmm, I still need to find out if they're a good fit because they Mm -hmm. have certain expectations about what we're able to do to support their company, I better make sure that I'm going to be able to meet their needs. And so I just ask, could we take a little bit of a pause here? Because I need to find out what it is that you're hoping to accomplish. Let's make sure that we're going to be able to deliver exactly what you're looking for for your leadership team and then throughout the entire organization. And I said, what I can tell you 
And so if, if we discover that we're not the right fit for you, because they were very specific in what they're looking for, um, I'll be able to refer you to some other sources if we're not the right fit. And she was just blown away by that. Um, and I think we'll be a phenomenal fit, but I couldn't make that assumption without knowing more. So it's that discovery process that is so valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's, you know, when it, even when it comes to the decision maker, you have to listen to what people say to each other. You can find out so much just listening to the conversation that goes on between two people that doesn't even have to include you. You may just be sitting there. And, you know, the whole point is to provide, as you say, the best service possible, but also to say that your customer knows that you're in their camp. You're there to support them, not to get what you want. That's, not, that's the whole thing in a nutshell. Exactly. And I do get those questions from time to time because we're, uh, Clemmer and Associates, it's, we're very unique, very much outside of the box experiential training company. So if someone mm-hmm. wants to hire us, bring us in to deliver a, um, a lean process, that's not our skill set. So I'll refer them out to another organization that can do fine work there. Um, and mm-hmm. so I really will work to stay in my lane of expertise. Expertise, And that's what I really admire about you, Shirlene, is you stay in your lane of expertise and you know what you're very, very strong and skilled for. And then you're also growing at the same time. Now, I would love to hear the titles and maybe a little description around what are these modules of Compel Don't Sell? And is it a live in-classroom program that you're offering or is it a virtual program? Well, that's a really good question. Right now, it's a live program. It will ultimately be a virtual program, but it also includes lab coaching, and they participate in a mastermind group because, as Napoleon Hill says, if we put five to seven minds together and send out what we're looking for into the ethers, we can do great, powerful things. So, You'll be able to work with the modules themselves one at a time, but also participate in mastermind groups, and ha- you'll have um, two, two coaching periods every month. So All right, now that do- will work really well. All right, so for clarification, do the listeners need to be in the same location um, all in one place physically, or is this Mm-mm. done and completed over the Internet? Everything is actually done on the phone. The mastermind's done on the phone. Everybody calls into one number. It's recorded. If somebody can't make it, then they send it out to them so that everybody's on the same page. And then the lab calls are also done on the phone, and that's where I am. I come in, and I can um, work with one at a time during the lab call because it's an hour and a half. So I make time for each student to answer their questions and help them move forward in their growth. Okay, fantastic. So just so our listeners are real clear, who would be the best clientele for you? Who who will you best serve? What type of client are you best to serve? And then what are some of the, the titles, uh, the touch points of the modules that you deliver within this, this program? 
Wonderful question. The people that I serve the best are most definitely entrepreneurs who are serious about their business. It's too hard to work with people that aren't sure if they're going to stay in their business or they're just getting into business and they don't really know what their mission and their message is. You know from working with me, Kathy, that I love to pick people up after they've already figured out who they are, why they're here in earth school with the rest of us, and what their intentions are. Then I can clearly guide them in a path that will accomplish great things for them. But if they don't know yet, then I send them somewhere else because it takes too much time for them to develop that. These are advanced classes, and they, the group that comes together within them are, have been around for at least three years as an entrepreneur, and they're really starting to see that business is coming in and they have, they're, they're starting to make money. They're still frustrated because they're not making enough for all the effort and the work that they're doing, but they're just starting to see it trickle in. Those are my favorite people because I can take them from there and mold them into so much more. And I've been doing that for the majority of my working career. I love it. And, and I've, you, I've, I've known you for just about a year now, and I've seen that. I've seen several of your stu- students literally transform where um, it, it would take me a long time to even figure out what they did, what their product or their services were. They were so shy about it, but yet they believed in their product. So give mm-hmm. us an idea. Share with us some of the titles of your um, classroom modules. Sure, no problem. Um, I work a lot with the two types of people and the four types of information that they need. So in business, we have the step-by-step people and we have the big-picture people. And it's very hard to know how to talk to those two different types of people. So what happens is sometimes we'll just choose one personality type or two personality types and it's so limiting when it comes to the clemmer side of things and what you mm-hmm. defined earlier. But these two, the step-by-step and the big-picture people, they both need to know the four types of information that they can deliver. And so when I take them through that, then everything that they do, whether it's their marketing, it's uh, speaking on stage, it's on radio, it's Google Hangout, they deliver these four types of information that covers everything for these two types of people. Wonderful. That's what now Charlene brings them in. Fantastic, Charlene. Now we're coming upon the close of the show right now. What I'd love for you to do is share with us how people get in touch with you. And I think that you have a free call that people can kind of have more of a taster of what you do. Could you share that contact information uh, right before we close out? Sure, I'd be happy to. I have a free call next week on December 17th at 11 a.m. And it's, this is how I do this. We do breadcrumbs a little bit at a time so that people can get a feel for who you are and whether they like your teaching style and what you are teaching. So it's about an hour call and you could go on, you could call me at 
877-777-7777. Or you could go to MaximizeYourWealthNow.com and register. And then even if you don't show up for the call, I can still send you the recording because I record it when I do it so that you can really get a feel for what's going on, what's in the class, and how you can benefit. Wow, that is most valuable. So I encourage the listeners to do that. And Charlene, it's just been an honor to have you on today's call. Really appreciate all the value you provided and look forward to working with you in the future. You've been listening to the... You're welcome. You've been listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour, your host, Kathy Fairbanks. Until next week. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into our show. You can hear the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until next week's show, be sure to take action and create your own success. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america business channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit voiceamericabusiness.com the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit voiceamerica.com the views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the voice america talk radio network its staff and management 